Famcast Media. Bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, introduce the chocolate star cast. And the hot dog flavored water. It's a podcast. Bring it on. Welcome to the Chocolate Starcast episode 2. I am one of the hosts of this fucking ridiculously fucking form podcast. I am D-Rotten along with... What did you say? Motherfuckers what did that you are... say? Yo, I'm here with fucking Scribbles. Damn, pod, this, is, this is not even the fifth podcast and everyone's already fucking bickering. I'm here with fucking Scribble <laughs> what and the fucking... Fuck did you say to me? I'm here with Scribble and Dirty Motherfucking Sanchez. What's going on, bitches? Dirty as can be, bro. Shit. Yo, for the guy, for the fucking... Yo, Scribblini, the, where the fuck you at? For the guy with the most clout, bro, he's kind of fucking quiet today. He 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 just ate like four fucking breakfast burritos. He's stuffed. Yeah, what the? Gorged f- himself with that fuck. What? Incorrect. Incorrect. I did not have a breakfast burrito. I had sunny side up eggs. Oh, uh, with toast. Sunny side up eggs are only good in a breakfast burrito. Nah. No, you can have it on fucking toast. Yeah, bro. Fuck it. What you do is you get the pass browns, you get a couple sunny side up, you fucking bust the sunny side up, sunny side up eggs, you get the, you spread that all over the fucking the hash browns, and then you fucking eat it up. With some, with Damn, some that actually sounds fucking bomb right now, dude. Yeah, oh. Scri- Scribble works at IHOP, dog. He hooks it up. <laughs> yeah, dude. What's going on, motherfucker? Yo, so you got a new job, Hector, man? What's going out that job, bro? Let the motherfuckers out there know. You bro, are you I working. do, I do, I do. I do little to no fucking work, and I get paid. Full-time job, fucking easy breezy. All I do is listen to Limp Biscuit and fucking chill. That's good. That's all I, I do. I hope your boss don't. What was that, Scribby? My boss listens to Limp Biscuit and chills as well. All right, all right. Why is everybody, right. so, why is everybody so quiet today? just going to stay silent. Y'all motherfuckers, it's, 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 it's fucking early as fuck where you are, bro. Why are you so quiet? Fuck. I don't know. Uh, Scribblini is the one who keeps... Uh, I, I'm in a, I'm basically in a food coma, so you need to like... Oh, out. shit. Uh, fucking fucking Beyonce diva over here and shit. All right, well, well, we'll, we'll make his wish come true and smack him in the face. Let's... let's Let's show these motherfuckers some limp biscuit. Nah, uh, we gotta we gotta whip it these out. These demos bro. are fucking heavy, dude. Uh, we, you, you want to jump right into it? You want to talk for a little bit, man? You know, he's, he's yeah, definitely. We, what we have to do, I think, what we have to do is we have to jump right into it because the people who aren't, I mean, there will be people who enjoy the show. You yeah. know what I mean? But a lot of people are just gonna be limp biscuit fans, and if they have to wait through an hour and a fucking half of us mumbling and rambling to each other. You know, just get. We should we should cover the review and then boom, the rest of the show is fucking bullshit. Like this bullshit. All right, man. This fucking okay. This fucking demo, bro, is uh, from 1995. It's called Mental Aqueducts. It's got fucking Sam Rivers, fucking Fred, 
uh, John fucking Otto, and uh, a guitar player, Robert Waters. Yeah, Rob Waters. Um, I did reach out to Sam this morning to see if he had anything to say about this 1995 demo, and he didn't reply. Yeah, because he's probably like, what oh, the well, fuck? Oh, well, the guy's busy, man, you know? He saw my shit, but he didn't reply, so. Yeah, he's probably, I he saw it and just didn't reply. You think he remembers it? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure. I'm he sure did. he did. He he lived it. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Right. I should have hit up Lethal, but Lethal, Lethal wasn't in the band yet. Well, maybe next time. Well, maybe next time we'll hit up John Otto instead. Yeah, I, I John Otto. John Otto seems pretty reachable. You see, you hear no, him? but we have a better. We have a better chance of talking to anybody else at Lipset. We have a better chance of talking to Fred than talking to John Otto. John Otto has never done an interview ever. That's the what? best. Yo, Do what? you think it's never been offered to him? No, it's, of course it's been offered. He's a fucking rock star, dude. Like. Course, but yeah, he, but, he's very anti-racist. Yeah, but he's gonna he's gonna do the lowest graded fucking podcast ever for Limp Bizkit, and that's us. I would like uh, real quick. Uh, I talk. This is for all my fucking hip hop listeners out there. Uh, I'm doing a collab. I'm doing a collab album with Big Left of La Coca Nostra, and uh, me and him were. Did you guys get to see the live me and him did uh, last night on Instagram? No, 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 dog. I'm sleeping, bro. It's East Coast. So me and Left did like two hour IG live, and uh, we're gonna go to Lethal's house when he comes here to LA. What? Okay, with Lethal. Uh, his, Sanchez. Sanchez is fucking drizzling in his pants right now. I did actually. I actually jizzed right before what? we had this call. <laughs> That's why I took an extra five minutes. Anyway, I just wanted to take this moment of the podcast. This is Scribble's Flexing Corner. End of section. <laughs> this this is your plug section? <laughs> yeah, the flex section. The flex section. Right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. I will, well, if this, uh, it's, it's, this is uh, it's a fucking... It's a... A five-song fucking... E- a five-song... Tape or whatever you want to call it. This is not the one that they gave fucking. Uh, this is not the one that gave corn. Nope. You know. Oh wait, no. Actually, maybe this is the one that gave corn that got denied. I think. Oh yeah, because there was the first tape, and they're like, "Nah, like we ain't really fucking with that," and that—that's what this is. And then they got West, and they wrote fucking stuck in pollution, and then they're like, "Now we're fucking talking." And, so yeah, damn. Did. It's crazy because this this, this demo is not that bad. It's not that bad no, at all. Well, see, anything to me that Limp Biscuit does is gold. Even if it's like the shit that no one really likes, it's still good. Yeah, well, you know, I don't think they've ever did a, a well. They have done like one or two bad songs, but, but yeah, Red Light, Green Light. Yeah, no, like like <laughs> like, like like the majority of the first album. The majority of the first album, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but uh, this this demo for being so old, this is this demo is so old they still spell biscuit. How'd they spell biscuit on here? B I S C U T. Yep. Yep. This and then cut. And so it's it's a five song demo, but it's only like eight minutes. 
and it's very short songs. So I figure we could just go through it. You know what I mean? And play each one. I will. Well, the first track. Yeah, I, they're, they're all like forty-five seconds. The first, yeah. the first track is actually a bonus track off of uh, "Results May Vary." Results. Yeah. yeah. Armpit. I right. see you sipping on my. Here we go, bro. Here we go. Now I got a question. Damn. I got a question here. Fire. Yeah. All right. Now Rob Waters is dead. Don't know how he died, but he's not alive. Okay. But um, you know, R.I.P. Rob Waters. Oh, I'll see too. Uh, I like to say uh, R.I.P. Fucking uh, former guitar former guitar player of the Four Seasons, Mr. Tommy DeVito. R.I.P. Brother Belleville, New Jersey, in the house. But, uh, yeah. Like you guys care. But you know the Four Seasons. <laughs> no, it's just, we're just letting you do your jersey plug, bro. All right. Um, but fucking, this okay. Is, I, this I, is, this is, hold on, hold on. That's your jersey corner. Yeah. That's that, yeah. It. Scribble got his. You got yours. There you go. All right. Now, Rob Waters, right? Okay. He wrote, he fucking looks like he co-wrote Armpit with them, right? So does his family get the residuals from fucking uh, Results May Vary? I mean, so they rewrote the song. It's it's the it's, same fucking riff almost, same majority. Yeah, it's pretty much the same riff. But I, I mean, I don't know because that song was a bo- a Japanese bonus track, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, how much money are you gonna generate from Limp Bizkit's lowest selling album? Well, they do have on a the bonus. They, their sales are pretty fucking massive, not in the United States. You know, overseas, their sales are massive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be, I'd like to find out if Sam Rivers uh, would respond, we would know. Yeah, you know, respond. <laughs> respond. <laughs> respond, Sam. Um, but I love that. I think I'd rather see you suicide. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. That shit's fucking dope. I mean, it sounds still like Limp Biscuit, you know. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it sounds like very really raw Limp Biscuit, which is exactly what it is. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, go ahead, Hector. Go ahead, man, Mister 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 Job Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say that Armpit is. Uh, I mean, this version of Armpit isn't as good as the other one from Results. No. No. Because because that's also uh, Mike Smith, right? I'm saying that right. Oh, he just played the guitar, but whatever. He didn't make the fucking riff up. Well, yeah, he kind of did. He added those those uh, those harmonics. Like this one doesn't have harmonics in it in between the in between the chords. 
Uh, like he's hitting the chords, and then fucking Mike Smith added that. You know what I mean, dude? Any fucking and it just made it a little more fucking like. Not to uh, ta- what's the? Go ahead. No, I was gonna say not to take anything from Mike Smith, but I mean any fucking guitar player could fucking do the. Come on, dude. You but this really, guy didn't. You didn't really add into the fucking song if you just did a fucking quick harmonic on like fucking three. Yeah. No. But it, but it adds flavor. It adds, you know, like. All right, but they're not gonna give him a. Fuck. And it wasn't just one harmonic on the three. It was feel. It was like instead of chugging, he was chugging on the harmonic. But they're not no, gonna. Well, Hector, you, you're doing the uh, Lars Ulrich defense. Yeah. And uh, me? I don't appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, me? Yep. See, his version was like this, and we added this. Therefore, it's ours. Well, I'm not saying it's his, but he did spice it up. His version is heavier yeah, yeah. than this version. He did. He did spice it up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, yeah. He, 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 yeah. That's, that's all it said. He spiced it up. Also, you got to take into, into consideration that Limp Bizkit were already, you know, all multimillionaires by the time they redid this song, right? Yeah. And yeah. they had, I mean, this is a raw fucking garage demo. You know what I mean? This, that, that fucking results may vary. They have like a fucking half million dollar budget. So it's going to sound more full. It's going to sound better overall either way. Yeah. Right. All right. What's the next song? Uh, the oh, next- wait. I did want to say, I did, I did want to say that corn on the cob line is fucking trash. No. Biting on my knob like corn on the cob or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, oh, yikes. Yikes. Right, well, the next song is uh, Blind, track two. Blind. Okay, let's go. Am I afraid of the darkness or am I a misfit? You speak your opinions to sink in so deep. But it's all right, yeah. You're just an illusion. Confused by your narrow mind. Reality is up ahead in the distance. A bunch of lack of persistence has left you behind. Now you're reaching for your sanity. Yo. So the first thing I notice is if I'm a slacker, it's in the eyes of the ones that are blind, which is used on I'm Broke from Significant. Yes, that's true. It does sound familiar. Yep, exactly. If I'm a slacker, it's through the eyes of the ones that are blind. blind. I'm broken for that. You deserve a smack if I'm slacking. So Fred's rehashing. Fred is rehashing lyrics. I mean, it's yeah, sure, all, but it was a demo. All rappers do it. You know what I mean? There's very few rappers that don't rehash shit. And that's just a fact of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like thing. he's busting a Zeppelin or a Metallica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and, and it was just like <laughs> two bars. It was that one fucking bar. You know what I mean? It's, but even then, it's like. Well, DVK is also guilty of that. But also, nobody heard this shit unless you were in Jacksonville in 1994 or 5. True, true. Yeah, well, whatever. 
I like that one. Uh, you could you could hear Fred is very uh, like young, like they he hasn't quite found the. He's very very. He's like more high pitch on this than Chocolate Starfish. Yeah, he does. He doesn't have that fuck. He doesn't even have that fucking scream. Yeah, he has it. Well, he had the scream on the last one where he goes, "I fucking hate you." I think he had the scream on that, but yeah, that was fucking killer. As far as like the cadence, he's very, very high up, high register on this one. Well, he's I've young. never heard he, him that high. He's young too. Yeah, that's probably why for sure. Yeah, so I like that one. Uh, I thought it was, you know, they did a, they do the back in the day they would start playing Blind by Corn, and right when Fred would go, "Are you ready?" They would just totally stop and fucking psych people out. Oh yeah. yeah, I saw that uh, on a fucking um, I don't know if it was a fucking Ozfest or an alleyway or some shit. And the people were pissed. Yeah, yeah, it pisses people off every time. That's why they did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next song. Next song is uh, track three. It's called "Fat Groove" with a P H A T. All right. Yeah, T H A T, fat motherfuckers. Nineties, motherfucker. Let's go. Here we go. <laughs> That was pretty fucking fat. I was pretty fat. I was a fat. I was a fat groove. Was that over? <laughs> was it over? Yeah, that was it, man. It was only like fucking like thirty something, forty something seconds. Dang, uh, so at first I was like, and I've heard this before, obviously, but at first, it, it, it every time, like when it first starts, I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. Fat groove, fat groove, whatever the fuck he's doing in the beginning. But then it goes, when it goes heavy and he starts spitting, it's fucking dope. I'm starting to fucking think that for this demo or for their demos, that they only gave people snippets. Yeah. Because, I mean, these oh, motherfuckers... Got- green, bro. Nobody writes Remember- fucking a 35 fucking second song on their fucking demo and, like, you know, keep doing it and shit. And, like, oh, I'm going to get signed for this, you know. Nah, man. If, you know- That's not what it was. So the thing with Limp Bizkit is... Uh, Ooh, my bad. Uh, Limp Bizkit were fucking gigantic in Jacksonville. They were They had the main opening slot on any major bands that came through. And they would do their own headline shows and sell out. The Wait, is, bar, is, is that with like, is that with Rob or with Wes? With both. Oh. With both. So so they had they had their following before Wes came in. So what I think the reason I think the songs are so short is because they were all about like live and come fucking see us 
because we get paid by the milk bar the more people that come here. Nah. And so it was like, yo, here's some snippets. Come see the real shit live. That makes sense. That makes sense, but also, like, if you think about it, they're just trying to show, like, the main parts of what they can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could definitely hear... It's just like a sampler. No. You could definitely... It still would not be Limp Bizkit without Fred. You know what I mean? Whether you had Wes and you kicked out Fred, you know, which so many people I fucking hear go, oh, man, Wes is the best part of this band. The musicians are so good. Fred ruins it. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But then yeah. Out, Fred, and you can hear it here before Wes that this sounds like Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and you know what? And and fucking Fred is the one who pumps everybody the fuck up. Like, okay, yeah, the riffs are fucking great, but Fred's the one hyping everybody up. Yeah. He's the only reason anyone jumps at the shows. Fred, top five frontman, hard rock metal of all time. Well, I, Hell I, yeah. I, I guess we're never going to get fucking uh, Wes Borland on this fucking show because you just fucking straight up dissed him. No, I didn't. I said he's a fucking great guitar player. Wes is cool enough at this point where he would he would acknowledge that. But he doesn't suck though. Like he's a fucking rip master, dude. He's like oh he he writes monster fucking riffs. I they're not like super complex, but they're fucking heavy. I think he's the best guitar player in all of new metal. That's not even yeah. I fucking think so too. I oh I, I can't I can't say that, dude. I got my boy's monkey in head, bro. Can't say that. Uh, but yeah. do they pump you up as much as Biscuit? Yes, they do, my friend. They I do. Mean, bro, come on, fucking take a look in the mirror. Pumps me the No, fuck. I know, but fucking versus Wes's wrist, like, uh, been... I mean, and he's one guy. Yeah, he's you know, one guy. You know, he, he's yeah. right. He's right, though. They, they, he is Wes. He is fucking monkey and head in one. He's monkey and head in one, dude. He thinks for, for both. Sure. He thinks for both sides of the brain. And also, <laughs> Monkey and Head are fucking cool as fuck, dude. And they have said countless times they're not great guitar players. They just use their... Yeah, they have. The I've seen this shit, yeah. You know? But they're great. I mean, they're great for what they do. Like, they created an entire genre and an, and an entire sound. You yeah, know they're I mean? not bad guitar players. They just don't noodle around. That's so what they Wes was learning to play guitar, and fucking D is going to hate this, but it goes back to Megadeth, the Go to Hell video. Fucking Wes talked about watching that video nonstop because they have that little scene that Meg uh, in the Megadeth video where they're playing the guitar, and you can see all the notes they're playing. So Wes was coming up fucking, like, straight up playing thrash metal and more technical shit. Oh, so is Head. Head was coming up fucking, he was playing fucking Van Halen fucking riffs and shit. I mean, I've never heard any demos of him playing that kind of shit. Uh, he says it in his book. So, yeah. I mean, if you're talking like, you know, I mean, I guess we're both talking when they were teenagers, but I, I can't hear Head playing like complicated Metallica Megadeth riff. I can only hear, for some, and I might be wrong. Brian, Brian. Brian, come on the show, Brian. And we, and we could talk to fuck, and we could talk some sense into Scribble, Brian. Can you are we talking, can, are we can talking you, about head? Can you seriously picture head playing complicated fucking crazy thrash riffs? I mean, yes, in the studio. He says he's a studio guitar player. 
Head admits it. He's a studio. He could do everything in the studio, but when it comes to, you know, playing live, it's like, you know, you're moving around and shit. You know, you can't really. Well, isn't that what matters? You could do multiple takes and fucking exactly. Well, this is before fucking Pro Tools, dude. He was fucking saying he's a studio guitar player. Like, you know, they didn't use Pro Tools during the first fucking two albums, maybe three albums. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, dude, and I love that this has become like, I'm not talking shit on fucking head, dude. I love head. <laughs> I hope you love head, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, uh, well, dude, we went to that fucking porn show, and that shit was fucking the best show I've ever been to. And I've seen like I've fucking seen in my life. I've seen them twice, both times. They were fucking the best band I've ever seen. Like I'll say, you guys, yeah, dude. you guys walked out on zombie and smoked cigarettes, bro. That's unheard of. Wait, what? You know what I said? No, I didn't hear you. I said, uh, I, I said, you, uh, you and Scribble both walked out on fucking Rob Zombie and smoked cigarettes, which is unheard of. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. We did. It's true. But it was well because it just, it just live. He's just. It's just terrible, man. And I remember I had a friend who, who was also at that same show, and they texted me like, dude, Rob Zombie's the shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm listening to it. It sounds like fucking dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> people, and, 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 and I don't know, you know, I'm not even going to say that. But shit, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's gr- only the girls were into Rob Zombie because his stage show was so fucking genius. He has the greatest stage show I've ever seen. He has fucking big old 13-foot monsters walking out and fucking lots of fire and fucking everyone looks cool as fuck. He's running all... He looked great mm-hmm. on stage. Yeah. But, but vocally, you know, we're music heads, dude. And when you're a hardcore fan, you want the shit to sound good, not uh, just look good. Well, well let, he was terrible. Let's get back to what's sounding good right now, which is uh, this... Metal, mental aqueducts, fucking uh, oh, CD. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's get back to the point of the show, right? Yeah, nice right. transition. Tr- track four is called "Shove" without the E. I love this one. Let's go. Do it. Fucking ending was fucking dope, bro. I wanted more, bro. So, um, there's a full version of this that just got leaked on YouTube like two weeks ago. Word? Yeah. I don't know if you guys want to listen to it at the end of the show. That's how we could end the show. Sure. The full version is even better. And it's the same exact era. Oh, I have the full version. You got it? Yeah. I did send it to you. 
I, 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 I have it on an, uh, their first demo, which was, uh, just it had armpit and shove with an E. Yeah, shove. You want to play that one? Or you want to save it for the end, at the end of the podcast, you know, well, that'll be the song let's we go out on. Let's make, let's make these motherfuckers listen to our babble, and then they can fucking All right. Well, the, the full version. Well, that'll be the fucking song we go out on, then. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. All right, well, we we got one more fucking track on this fucking uh, massively fucking demolishing great fucking demo that some bands, you know, fucking don't even fucking could basically, I don't know. Some bands can wish to make a fucking demo like this, you know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, dude. This demo, and especially, you know, for 1995, this sounds fucking killer. Dude. And you know it was probably done and on an 8-track or some shit. I love it, dude. I love the feel of it. Like, it's just fucking dope. It's real fucking dope. I love it. Dude, and even if uh, Wes isn't in it, it still sounds like Biscuit. It still sounds yeah. like they had their sound. Like, I closed they my were eyes and I hear Wes. that one little piece, man. It was just that one little piece well, that they were missing. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, wasn't there two guitar players before Wes? Wasn't it Rob Waters and somebody else? Or I think at one point they did, like, two shows with two guitar players. And, oh, and wow. I don't know what happened to the mm. other guy. They just didn't want it. Okay, okay. Well, this last track is a cover from Jane's Addiction called Jane Says, which is fucking... Jane Says! I never, okay. I never thought I'd picture Limp Bizkit covering a Jane's Addiction song. Well, Wes, uh, Wes, Fred likes weird shit. Yeah. He he he's he's into some fucking weird shit. Well, this this one's this one's a fucking uh pretty long one, so we'll get into it so we can actually you know get into some talking. Well, right? you don't have to. Yeah, and since it's a cover and it's like the longest song, you could just play like the first half of it. All yeah. right, no problem. We'll play. Yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Oh yeah, because it's because it's like four minutes. Huh? Here we go. This is uh Jane says from Jane's Addiction. This is the last one off the fucking uh, demo. I couldn't hear a fucking word of that, but uh, I have heard it. And Mad bass. I don't like that song. But yeah, I don't like that yeah. song in general, but I could deal with the Limp Bizkit cover of it. It's just like behind blue eyes. Like I don't give a fuck about the original, but I'll listen to Limp Bizkit whoa, whoa, cover. Whoa, 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 Slow back there, Gabriel. You don't <laughs> like... <laughs> 
You don't First want... of all, motherfucker, <laughs> someone who complains about people using their government name, you just fucking strike one, motherfucker. Oh, I, bro- <laughs> I, I broke the hip-hop code there. I'm going to get black. I'm going to get fucking uh, backlash. Oh, what are you going to fucking... Uh, what's that fucking shit everybody's getting? Oh, uh, uh, it's coming, bro. What, 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 it's what, coming. What, what am I going to get fucking silenced or whatever the fuck they call on that shit now? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how can you not like fucking, you know, Behind Blue Eyes, the original, bro? It's trash. What? Oh, yeah. Behind Blue Eyes, if it's not it's so, Fred singing it, I don't want to hear it. It's so flat. What are you? What are you a fucking, what are you, a fucking scribble cock rider, bro, Hector, bro? What the fuck, man? <laughs> no, dude, I'm a Fred Durst cock rider, bro. Get it right. Oh, man. I better, I, I better, <laughs> no. st- I better keep rolling, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right, dude. Keep on rolling, baby. is killing the transitions today, bro. Yeah, he is. <laughs> All right, so uh, my overall thoughts on the demo, it's going to be something that I listen to here and there. You know, it's not. I'm not going to listen to it like I listen to well, the album. Well, from an A to C, what do you give it? Huh? From an A to a C, what do you give it? I'm going to give that a solid for, for uh, the fact that Fred is so high-pitched in it. I, I kind of like that. That's, like, enduring to me. You know what I mean? Because he hasn't fully found his voice yet. Mm-hmm. So I love that type of shit. So that's going to bump it up an extra letter. You know what I mean? Okay. And uh, the fact that it sounds so fucking good, I got to give it a B plus. This is a fucking B plus demo. Okay. Hector? Yeah, I give it a B. Give it a B? Nothing else? You don't want to say nothing about it? Uh, I, I I mean, I really think it needs Wes. You know, I, I didn't really, I wasn't too too thrilled about the riffs, but mm-hmm. it did the job. Yeah, I like Armpit. The riffs are, they're, they work, but they're nothing, like, super unique. And that's, I guess, that's the main difference between this Rob Waters dude and Wes Borland. Like, everything yeah. Wes has ever written is super unique to Wes. Like, if you hear that riff, that's a West Boylan riff. Yeah. This guy yeah. looks like it could be any hard rock or rock rap band kind of riff. And as a huge fucking Limp Biscuit fan, like, I, I enjoyed them. It's not like I didn't like them. Yeah. I enjoyed she them. Rocked, she rocked out to Wham! Not a big Limp Biscuit fan. I mean, coming coming from our fucking, uh, from that generation, you know, <laughs> from 1995, and hearing bands' demos from back then... I mean, this is one of the better sounding fucking yeah. uh, fucking uh, bands demos that you would hear from back then, and I could see why they got signed. But I mean, I can also see what Scribble's saying, where you can also hear that when West came in, you could hear the uniqueness of that's a West riff, you know, not a, just a generic, you know, hip hop, you know, metal fucking riff. That's a West riff, you know. You could hear the uniqueness between it, and I I give it a B, you know, it's fucking it's good. Yeah. All right, fucking hey man, that was dope. And next week we're gonna do uh, the the demo that actually got them signed by Corn. That's that, the is it just called Duck or Counterfeit? What's the demo? Uh, it's the, the, the Counterfeit demo from 1996. It's called uh, the Counterfeit, huh? Yeah, which which actually has Scott Borland on keyboards. Wes's, who? Wes's who? brother. Yeah, who is that? Wes's brother Scott Borland on keyboards. Uh, oh shit! Okay, and and. Also does all the keyboards on a uh, significant other. And DJ Lethal actually was one of the producers of one uh, one or two of the tracks. 
So this is wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. What did you say uh, about results may vary? About what? Scribble? I didn't know. Not result. Uh, Scott Borland, who's Wes's brother, played keyboards on Significant Other. Oh wow, man, that's fucking awesome. I didn't even know that. That's that's yeah. fucking badass. Yeah. So um, that kind of threw me off. What the fuck I was talking about? Yeah. Sorry, fucking that. That's just dope, man. I thought you were talking about blueberries or something when he said something. I was like, what blueberries? What? Blueberries. <laughs> you fucking need to go eat something. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying significant other. Oh, well, but but uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but fucking lethal, lethal fucking produced one or two of the tracks that was yeah. before he was in the band. That's what, yeah, so '96. That's right when House of Pain broke up. Yep. And lethal joined Biscuit. Mm-hmm. And, and how he met Biscuit was that final House of Pain tour. Limp Biscuit were the local openers on the tour. Can you imagine? Uh, oh, can you imagine? I mean, I mean, no offense. I'm, I'm not trying to make any offense to anybody. Big Limp Biscuit fan, big House of Pain fan, you know. But I mean, yeah. like, like, what do you like? What do you think was going through his mind, uh, DJ Lethal, when uh, you know, he, you know, you, you just leave a, a humongous band like House of Pain, you know, established humongous band, you know, you're a part of fucking, you know, you're affiliated with Soul Assassins and all that shit, right? Yeah, and I and, see and, and you, yeah, and again and and you join a club band. Yeah, you know, a local club. Yeah, they what, what, even, what's going through his mind? Yeah. You know, I'd love to know. I mean, he, he I think he, he just fucked with them so hard that he, like, it was kind of shocking because I've heard Fred talk about it. Mm-hmm. And they, like, they were huge, obviously huge House of Pain fans, or at least Fred was. Yeah. And uh, Lethal, uh, I believe Lethal asked to join the band. He fucked with it so much. Oh, wow. And and that's from seeing them live. He didn't hear a demo or anything. And that was after Wes left? Or, I mean, you know, when Wes left the first time, that was after he left? I think, I think Wes came in like two months before they met Lethal. Okay, because I know Wes left the second time before they got signed. Well, that's when they were going to get signed to Mojo. That was 97. Mm-hmm. And then Why did he leave the band? And then they had the car crash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think they got Rob Waters back. Wes came, he left, and then they got Rob Waters back, and then they were going to sign to Mojo. So they already had a record deal, yeah. or they were about to go sign the record deal with Mojo, and they had a car crash, and it was a fucking pretty severe car crash. And so Rob Waters left, and Wes decided to join in again. And that was the, great, that was the greatest fucking move of his life right there, bro. <laughs> yep. Are we allowed to talk about any of the uh, other albums, or are we just sticking to no? You know, we'll, the we'll, album that we're talking about. Yeah, we're sticking to this, man. You know, we we got we got a couple we got a couple more podcasts. You know, to you know spread out the albums. You know, we don't want to fucking true, true, true. You know. So, is there any Limp Biscuit news in the last two weeks? I fuck, dude. Yeah, just, fucking. They're still working on. Disco elephants. Yeah, still waiting on disco. But I mean, I heard that fucking when I, when you guys had that fire in California, that fucking uh, they were recording in Fred's house and Fred's house got destroyed or half destroyed or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Fred, uh, the, Fred posted a picture on his Instagram when that happened. Was he ro- was he roasting marshmallows or something in his backyard? 
No, I, I mean, the marshmallows. It's awesome. <laughs> the, the picture I saw was uh, all. All I remember was the caption, and he said, "All I had was, you know, he he got on his Harley and he rode up there, and he was only able to save like two or three things out of his entire fucking house." Because I know West, yeah, dude, West lost a lot of guitars in that fire too. He said, from his house. Wow. Ooh. Well, yeah, not, well, not from his house. No, I'm sorry. He kept it in Fred's house. I'm sorry. He had him in Fred's house. Well, what about Everlast? So they all live in, like, the same area because Everlast lived right there, too. Mm-hmm. And his half of his house was fucking burnt. And he posted a picture of it. Shit. Yeah, it says right here, uh, uh, Biscuit guitarist Wes Borland lost a pedal board, two guitars, two amps, a 2x12 cabinet, several other pedals, and miscellaneous equipment. Oh, well, that's nothing, but that's nothing when you're fun. West Borland probably has over 100 guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it says frontman Fred Bears has lost his house to the ongoing fires in California. He yeah. confirmed the they might as well fucking said fucking we lost disco fucking elephants too. Jesus Christ, man. Ah, that's his music excuse. Oh, fucking, oh, yeah, I got lost in the rubble. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be the perfect opportunity to be like, ah, oh, oh, another well, time. Yeah, fucking, we got to do it again. Sorry, guys. You yeah, know, I mean, I gotta, I gotta... the Cobra came out in fucking, uh, in 2011. So it's like, what, 12, 30, 40, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, About what, eight or nine years already, bro? I mean, fuck. Yeah, I, mean, fuck I, remember I, where, I remember where I was when I fucking, I was in a bar. In Jersey City, when I bought the fucking MP3 on my phone, bro, and I was blasting it in the back of the fucking bar on the outside, well, outside of the bar, and I was blasting it with my boy, and then we were just like, yo, this fucking album, you know, it thumps, you know, so it's like, come on, man, come on with this fucking new album already, dude. I mean, you guys can make thumpers. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I would love? I would love a, and I know it's never going to happen. Unquestionable Truth Part Two. Yeah, what the fuck ever happened to that, dude? Why would you make a Unquestionable Truth Part One and not come out with a Part Two? It's Fred, bro. It's Fred. <laughs> Fred's just weird like that. I mean, I could understand. Okay, maybe if okay, he's probably artsy and shit like that. You know, he's probably you know a little artsy farty. You know, I mean, but <laughs> but I mean, dude, fucking come on, man. Just it's a, it was a fucking EP, dude. Come out with another fucking EP before you come out with discos. Yeah, well, well, dude. The the unquestionable truth part one is just a glorious fucking EP, bro. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, there's I'm, no way you can follow that up. No, I know. I'm just trying to fucking say. No way, I'm okay. fucking shitting on that, bro. When I heard that, bro, I was like, the biscuits back, baby. Damn. And they were back harder than the, ever, yeah. ever, dude, than ever. With Wes. And then they come out with Gold Cobra. <laughs> nah, I love. Like, Gold why Cobra. didn't they keep Gold? I like Gold Cobra too. But why didn't they continue that fucking Rage Against the Machine route? Because it's Rage Against the Machine. They're Limp Biscuit. They're better. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, very true. Yeah. And, uh, I remember because uh, it was on MySpace. Um, you know, there was no promotion for that EP at all. And it fucking sold like 90,000 copies first week. With no yeah. promotion at the, hate, at the peak hate of Limp Biscuit. And I believe that's at least a gold or platinum record at this point. And that's like, you know, just an EP that had zero promotion. The only promotion I remember was Fred posted on MySpace, the beast is back or some shit like that. Yeah. And that's, that's it. That's it. I mean, they got fucking nothing but negative press and just did no press. But like, you know, all the reviews were fucking 
terrible and like it was just so fucking stupid because that album it's the reviews and all that shit all that hatred and shit is just a product of 2005 you know Limp Bizkit being in 2005 when I mean what was popping in 2005 fucking uh like what? What was going on? A lot of alternative. Well, well, the new metal craze was happening, but a lot of new metal, like the second generation, the second wave of new metal bands, or the third generation of. Well, actually, the whole like the third generation of new metal bands was popping out in 05. No, 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 we're not fucking no, stupid. No, fuck that. The second generation was coming out, like El Nino, and fucking all those kind of bands were coming out in 0405. No, because I saw El Nino 03 opening for Seven Dust. Oh, but you're right. I can, you're definitely right. Tell you, I can definitely tell you that first wave was like 94 to like 97. Nah. Second wave was 99 to 2000. Third wave, like Papa Roach and Disturbed and Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. That was like two, late 2000, early 2001. By 2005, new metal was dead as fuck. I mean, yeah. that's why it was so horrible for those bands, you know. I mean, that's why fucking Pod made made the fucking uh, the self titled and Lid Biscuit made results may vary. I mean, by two thousand three. New metal was a bad word. Do you really consider Limp Biscuit new metal, or I consider them rap metal? I consider it rap rock. It's rap rock. The only reason why yeah. they were, the only reason why they were classified as new metal is because they were using the seven string as corn. But I mean, they're rap rock. No, no, they were they were being categorized as new metal because they had breakdowns. Didn't did isn't that what, what categorizes them as new metal when they have breakdowns? There there is a difference between rap metal and new metal, but it's so it's so close. It's all fucking new metal. Yeah. Because those rap metal bands are just, they just have those heavy fucking. No, no. They're just right on that low string, like those seven strings. Like, I mean, like, name me a rap metal band, not a rap rock band, because the only rap metal band I can think of is Limp Bizkit. I'm, I know I'm missing some shit, but Kid Rock. That's not metal. Rage. Rap rock. Rage. Hey, that, rage. Body count. Rap rock. There you go. Uh, body count. Aren't rap rock until 2016. Bionic. Wait, no, wait. What do you mean? Th- th- he's rap metal, but so is Rage Against the Machine. No, I wouldn't see. But we're we're talking about these little different stylistic things. Rage Against uh, the Machine are as heavy, so I wouldn't classify them as a what about, as a metal. What about Bionic Jive? About, I've never heard of them. You never heard of Bionic Jive? I've heard no. of them. I never, I never heard their music though. It's rap rock, dude. Heavy rap rock. It's it's good. Yeah, no, it's good, man. They got they they got bars, dude. Those dudes got bars, bro. Trust me. What I'm saying is, is even in there's a difference between rap rock and rap metal. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Kid Rock, Devil Without a Cause is a rap rock record. It doesn't have that the that fucking beastly heaviness mm-hmm. of a Limp Biscuit. Neither does Rage Against the Machine. Maybe a couple songs, but what what Rage Against the Machine song is metal in this context? Bullet in the head. Bullet. Okay, I'd say that one. Maybe the first <laughs> Rage Against the Machine album. Yeah, dude, that's the only fucking album that matters, bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. We Who went, gives we, a fuck we, about we, the rest? We went through this already with the Rodarties, bro. I don't know. We, you know, they. 
They think we hate them, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what, what was the argument? What was the argument? There was no argument. They just uh, Matt. Oh no! I, I mean, what's the debate or whatever? Oh no, Matt. Matt. Matt uh, misunderstood. Me and Scribbles. Uh, um, how would you put it, Scribble? Uh, I mean, we were just talking about Rage Against the Machine. Critiquing. Oh, okay. The critiquing of Rage, and they just thought we didn't like it that much. You know, like they thought the first album was it, but I was like, yeah, no, first album's it, but there's only a couple bangers on the other albums, and that's it. You know, yeah, like, it's like Gorilla Radio, and uh, I mean, people of the sun. There's the power back. Bangers. There's other bangers. Ghost of Tom Joad. They have other bangers. But I, what we were saying was, the other albums are good, and there's some great songs on those other albums. But the first album is unfuckwittable. Yeah, the first album is just that untouchable. First album, man. Bullet in the <laughs> head being the best fucking song. Vietnam is fucking awesome. People of the Sun. Vietnam is cool. There's some great fucking other bangers too, but nothing fucks with the first one. I agree. So any that any, first album is so any any more weird. Limp Bizkit news, uh, Mister Sanchez? Um, I don't fucking know. I I'm I'm a listener. I I haven't fucking looked up Limp Bizkit like news because there's not really anything going on with them. Unless they're making a new album, I don't give a fuck. And they've been making a new album for the past, who knows how many years? In nine so years? Not, you know, yeah, nine years. So I, I don't really pay attention to the news, man. I just fucking blast the shit out of them. I mean, I'm on their website and I don't see anything going on. And I gave up on Fred's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I did, dude. I couldn't anymore. He's a straight troll. He is, bro. Yeah, all he does is post pictures of fucking that car. Oh, Jesus fucking. Yeah, yeah I looked at it once, dude. And then he just puts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like, oh, my God, it's so agonizing. Here's a, uh, I found this story on Loudwire from about a month ago. Fred Durst first met West Borland at Limp Bizkit's first show. Yeah, they were fucking, none of them were friends. That's some bullshit. The singer said, "The first time I saw Wes Borland, he had ponytails and and girly ha- a girly half shirt on. <laughs> he was playing in a band called Cronk, and was like Les Claypool on guitar with a little Manson in there. I actually oh. met Wes for the first time at our first gig. It was wild, but it worked. I made up vocals on the spot. We never took time to consider friendships. That wasn't part of it." It was just about the magic that happened when we were together. None of us were ever friends. Oh, so that's where that goes. Oh, wow. Oh, I mean, he could be he's bullshitting, though, to me, in my mind, because it's like, you were fucking cool with the other dudes way before you met Wes. You know, yeah, so, that's so true. How, how are you not friends? You know? Or maybe he's just talking about Wes well, in general. Well, maybe, well, well, maybe fucking Fred has just never seen them as friends. Like... You know, well, I'm just trying to start a band, dude, and we know fucking Fred's a businessman. You know what I mean? He's a smart dude. So he was probably just trying to fucking, you know, nah. establish something. And he really wasn't fucking thinking about Well, he, saw, he saw the talent in Wes. And, and Wes, and especially at this time, Wes and Fred were very different people. So I understand if he's saying him and Wes were never friends, but to throw in the rest of the band... Yeah, the bullshit part, because 
I mean, Wes was very, like, artsy, and Fred was more about, like, aggressive rap, hip-hop shit. He was a hip-hop guy, and yeah. Wes was never a hip-hop guy. And we're talking about the 90s when there were still strong divisions between the two. Hector, me and you, everyone we know lo- who loves metal loves some hip-hop shit, too. It wasn't like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you were on one side of the fence or the other, bro. You weren't in the middle. How how does that happen? Yeah, because actually, well, I, there was a few people I met along the way who were like, "Yeah, dude, fucking." Well, no, yeah, rock I mean, sucks. And, what, what, oh, or rock people what, actually were talking more shit about. That. I mean, Ray, Sanchez, fuck that. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Sanchez, what you're what? saying is true. I've yes, there there were always people at high school or people you know you just meet at work or whatever the fuck who are like that and who are strictly to one side. But what I'm saying is that now more than ever, the, the musical lines are not divided anymore. And nah. when, we're, when we're talking about the 90s, I mean, that was really before... I mean, rap metal wasn't a huge mainstream thing. And rap metal, I think, is a lot what helped... I mean, a lot of hip-hop heads and shit got into porn and Limp Biscuit because they had those hip-hop elements. And right. so this was this was before everything was just one homogenous fucking stew of fucking everything. Right. Like, it, like it's been for the last ten fucking years. I agree. Thank you to Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Thank you to Rage Against the Machine. Hey. Man. Fuck Rage Against the Machine. You know what though, Fred? I know Corn did too, but Fred, or the the entire band, they perfected the breakdown. That's what. I mean, that's what. That's why Slip Biscuit stands out the most because they, well, they perfected that like aggression. I mean, well, they perfected the corn. They 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 took the the breakdown style of corn. Yeah. Which is the build up, the build up, and yeah, the build up. They perfected that build up. I don't know if they corn perfected the build up. Exactly. Nah. Okay. They both perfected the build up for sure. I just like how fucking Limp Biscuit does it better than I like corn. Not that I don't like corn, you know what I mean? Because like faggot, that's one of my favorite fucking breakdowns. What did you just call me? What did you just call me, bro? Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't fuck with the breakdown on fucking uh, Good God. I mean, that's the greatest breakdown of all time. Uh, no, I think I think faggot is faggot and clown. Oh my god. Nah, I think god. How does that one go again? <sighs> you really want to know? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, put it on, put it on. I I remember me and fucking no, w- you to, what you get the fuck out of my face. face. There you go. <laughs> put that on the second album, right? <laughs> Yeah, dude. I remember that one. Get to the breakdown, bro.
won't you get the fuck out of my face? No! Won't you get the fuck out of my face? No! Now that's a breakdown. Bro, that is the best fucking breakdown in the fucking world. You guys are right. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude. But, but trust comes in, in at number two. No. Leech comes in at number two. Oh, fuck. Yo, put Leech on. Dude, do the breakdown you, you, for Leech, bro. You, you want to really skip into the corn catalog? I mean, the, into the biscuit catalog? You know, we... Yeah, because we're talking about breakdowns. Just this one time. <laughs> the conversation calls for it. Yeah, we have to hear that fucking that when when the gun fucking when the gu- oh dude when they do it live in those early years when they're in the clubs. Yeah. And Fred, Fred, dude, Fred is always. greatest Fred screams of all time. Moments like these is why fucking people are going to start liking Biscuit again. But you want to know you need to show them the good shit. I mean, I mean, we're looking over a very obvious one who really perfected the fucking breakdown. Who? Pantera. Yeah. The whole fucking song is a breakdown. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And and how many times has Jonathan Davis talked about Pantera? Yep. I mean, he heard Vulgar Display, and he's like, that changed his life. Dude, uh, fucking this love. Dude. Yeah, I think Pantera perfected groove metal, period. And do you know a lot of people blame Pantera for the rise of new metal? You know, like the hardcore metal elitist motherfuckers. Like, they blame Pantera because they but were so how can groovy. you believe... How, I don't understand how... Oh, because they're so groovy? Yeah. Yeah, but so... But, oh, well, I know a lot of hardcores fall off with the Black Album, right? Well, they got the and that album was groovy. Groups. That groove's like crazy. Fat groove. Um, Fat groove. All right, well, we're, hit, we're, 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 we're hitting an hour right here, fellas. We're hitting an hour. You want to, we're gonna cut it out. Try to keep it at a, at a good time, so nobody gets bored. Uh, are, what are you trying to say, D? Trying to say D. Rotten wants to go to sleep. I'm a little tired right now. <laughs> I'm going downstairs. <laughs> I'm going downstairs. Yeah, I see, there you go. I, I want to go downstairs. Going downstairs. All right, you're going downstairs. There you go. I respect that. Just say, hey, I'm fucking tired, you fucking assholes. I'm done. <laughs> I, fuck, I fucked up. I was supposed to say I'm going, I want to go downstairs, man. That's, that's the fucking, that's the word. 
That's the way, man. That's the fucking safe word. All right. Well, let's end it right here and let's listen to the full version of Shove. What Shove? Right? All right yeah. Shove. shove with the with a with uh, I think it's with, yeah with oh, shove e. shove with the e or without the e I don't shove fucking e. know. <laughs> All right, you guys want to stay on for the fucking shove or? Nah, we, no, we, we, we uh, up. Yeah, let's just kill it here and uh, tune in. And what's the next episode? Another two two two, two whistles. Another two whistles from now. West Coast In talk. Two weeks, two weeks we'll be covering uh, the counterfeit demo. The counterfeit demo, and uh, everyone can follow me at Scribble Official. That's S K R I B A L Kaksaka. Nobody wants to follow Sanchez. Nope. Yeah, you can follow his faggot ass at Rattle Fucking Head Official. Rattlehead X official. Follow yeah. the motherfucker. I don't know why he's being, doing this too cool to fucking give my shit. Yeah, you want beats? So nah, that's not that. Ask him for beats because he likes making beats. That's right. Word. And you can follow yeah, me he, fucking uh, Front of Dungeon word. Podcast or anywhere fucking you find D Rotten. As this FamCast is all sponsored by FamCast Media with the FamCast Media family. Make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Fucking, uh, we got a YouTube fucking page up just in case, you know, we make some videos and shit. We'll put them up there. You know? Oh, oh. And follow us on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Follow fucking Chocolate Star Cast on Instagram and follow the FanCast Media and all that good shit. And this song's called Fucking Shove, the full version. And peace out to you motherfuckers, man. Enjoy your night, guys. Word. I like the echo. Peace. 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 You know what? Behind every good man, there's a woman. And that woman was Martha Washington, man. And every day George would come home, she'd have a big fat bowl waiting for him, man, when he'd come in the door, man. She was a hip, a hip, hip lady, man.